Hi, I'm Clark Knez. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan with my therapy dog, Lady Grimaldi, our yeah. mascot of the podcast. Yes, of course. We wouldn't be able to do it without her. Look at her. I couldn't. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, today's going to be a very fun uh, week because you mm-hmm. haven't seen the movie that we're going to be watching. And that is The Wizard of Oz. Which I feel like I am in a very small minority of people in America who have not seen Wizard of Oz. I feel like it's one of those movies you see as a child. Yeah. And I, I mean, didn't. Right. Um, I think it was kind of everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember it being on, you know, on, on TV all the time. Yeah. I think it's actually a longer movie. Like, it's... Is it? I think maybe that's part of how long is it because a lot of old movies are only like 70 minutes no this one's like way longer than that like i feel like it's an epic i feel like it is it's not like gone with the wind because that's like two or three hours right that one's like three hours or something i haven't seen that one either which i have some mixed feelings about it yeah really dying i don't really want to i i don't think you need to see it but i think you should see wizard of oz like i really do so, I mean, what are the reasons why you haven't seen it, though? Like, It's it's honestly a, the reason that I haven't seen a lot of more childhood classics, and it's my mom. My mom did not okay. like The Wizard of Oz. Okay. So she was, I, it wasn't like a hard rule, no Wizard of Oz in my house, but like she never rented it. She never made us watch it when it was on TV. Uh, we never owned it. And so... A lot of my more like uh, movies from childhood, if you will. Uh, there's even some Disney movies that I haven't really seen because my mom didn't like it. That, uh, yeah. Okay, I get that. She was like, yeah. okay, for your kindergarten sleepover, let's watch Three Men and a Baby for your friends, which is about, you know, I love children. That. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. But it is about, and I'm going to use 1980s terms here. It's not how I feel, but it's about having children out of wedlock after like a one night stand. Right. It's about a woman dropping off her six month old or six week old. I forget on a doorstep. There's also a drug plot that's like happening, like a B plot line. Oh my God. So like, it's not a kindergarten sleepover movie. I forgot. I mean, I watched that very young too, but like, sure. That that seems that seems like one of those things that they sneak in, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, let's have something for the parents too. Or yeah, it but, was, I would say it's an it's, adult movie it's an with adult a baby. Movie. Like yeah, it's it's my mom just saw the baby part, I think, and thought what oh, could go yeah. wrong. So this like that's be- I, we didn't watch Wizard of Oz. We watched Three Men and a Baby when I was like, right. So that was my childhood. Right. Okay. I mean, like I so I will say. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think, um, not giving too much away, but I think it can be actually very scary to some people, you know? So, like, I, yeah. Well, what's funny, though, about this movie is I don't think you can give anything away because I think... Right. I think I kind of know the basic beats of it because it's so in culture. Sure. It's so heavily referenced. 
I am somebody who loves old Hollywood, so I watch like a lot of YouTube video essays on the actresses of old Hollywood, and obviously Judy Garland comes up a lot, and they often show footage while they're narrating over a plot point of someone's movie or how to, or sorry, of someone's life or how the movie was made. So I feel like I'm really going to be shocked if there's like a part of the movie that I've never heard of. Okay. But you say it's longer, so maybe it is possible. I mean, I remember it being long, but like it could very well be normal length. But okay. <laughs> I, th- I think maybe even watching it on, I would say probably the last few times or the last couple of times I've seen it has probably been on TV. Okay. So it or commercials possibly. It, yeah, it could yeah. be longer because it's of like that. Football time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I kind of feel like. Um, I mean, but there is a lot of stuff packed into it. And yeah, there's definitely so many tropes that came from the movie. So I I, I don't think your assessment's wrong. I mean, what do you think it's about? Like, what do you... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be as literal as possible. I think it is about uh, a girl. I actually don't know her name, but I know she has a dog named Toto. Okay. You at least- she has like uh, she she. There's a tornado. She's in Kansas, and she goes to this Ozlan thing. And there's like all these crazy creatures, like a lion human and a Tin Man human, and a there's a third one. I feel like I'm not thinking of offhand. And there's good and bad witches, and they melt, and eventually red shoes take her back, and hence there's no place like home. And there's also Munchkins. We'll see. And there's like uh, Technicolor versus black and white or sepia tone. Like, like that's all the wow. Like, yeah, the stuff that I've picked up. I think in okay, in culture. Sure. Yeah. Why'd you say wow? Oh no, it just um, no. I you named a lot of stuff. I'm not gonna say whether it's true or not. Sure, sure, sure. But, but again, it's so in culture. Whether yeah. it's probably Family Guy is probably like reference it at one point oh, again sure. there's like video essay series so it's like it's hard to escape oh yeah i mean like i used to go to las vegas all the time and the mgm grand had full sets of it like the oh, full wow, set really? um like it's you could see them yeah it it's amazing it was amazing i don't think they have it anymore but like it was a pretty big uh i mean yeah it was a pretty big deal yeah well we've seen uh on my creepy and kooky cali vlog on youtube i with you but with another mm-hmm. guest as well and multiple times without cameras i've seen judy garland's grave yes it's quite epic she has her whole judy garland pavilion at hollywood right. forever and weren't we at holy cross was it the scarecrow that the nice groundskeeper showed us? But we didn't really catch on video because we had to go because it was oh closing the mausoleum. He, this I nice groundskeeper, right. this nice groundskeeper showed us John Candy's because we were lost in the mausoleum at Holy Cross Cemetery, yes. and he helped show us where he was. And then on our way out, he kind of gave us a personal tour. And yes. Ray Folger was that his name? Bolger, Folger. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, like the scarecrow or the Tin Man or something. Yeah, I think he was one of those. He was. Yeah. Tin so I've seen a lot of graves. Wow. Like, uh, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Two yeah. with you alone. Uh. Yes. Yes. Actually, I think Judy Garland. Uh, I think it's her hundredth birthday. Like I, I would say, like within the past like Happy month birthday, or so. Judy, that's yeah. crazy. But um, wow, so she could have really been an al- alive in our lifetime. That's how young she oh, died. Oh, she, yeah. Damn, I never exactly. put. You, you know how times like a weird thing that plays tricks on you. Yeah. 
Like, for sure. I'm like, oh yeah, she, yeah, we could have been in the same lifetime as Judy Garland. Right. She died in like the 60s, I think, or maybe I, 70s. I think it was the 70s. Early 70s. Yeah, and her daughter was famous, you know. Liza it's Liza Minnelli. Minnelli. Yeah, she's not that old either. Yeah, like, she's she's, not, yeah. She's yeah I think it's going to be interesting for you to watch it because I think you'll see, you know, what has been tropified and what, mm. you know. And uh, and just seeing how the story is put together, I, I I think it's an interesting movie. I grew up liking it, right? Because uh, it was weird, and of course, like going to like the uh, you know, in Las Vegas, going to the MGM Grand, and being able to yeah. actually, and to play the slot machine. I used to play the slot machine they all have the a time. Wizard of Oz oh yeah, oh. actually, I was just in Portland with my friend Kate, and uh, we were playing a pusher machine you know where they push the coins oh, um yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was wizard of oz themed and you have to collect these cards and we got crazy into it it's weird that it's still so prominent in our oh, culture so um i think it'll be interesting for you to watch it with fresh eyes and see um how it holds up yeah i'm excited to finally see it because i feel like i can quote some of the tropes of it and kind mm-hmm. of bs my way through acting yeah. like i've seen it right people don't call me out um, I will say, though, there is a scene I've seen deliberately. Uh, my best friend growing up, Lauren, because uh, we were really great girls, made me watch the scene where allegedly the munchkin hangs right. himself in the background, but it's probably just a prop or something. Like, no one was on record dying. But yeah. when we were, like, 11, it was on TV, and she was like, you have to watch. We'll go back to talking about, like, Taylor Hansen or whomever, but, like, you have to watch right. uh, this, like, one scene because look it's a munchkin and he kills himself because we were kind of dark <laughs> weird girls you so know? that's Who, like tanson also i just doubted ourselves but you know we yeah. yeah i'm a great girl i saw that alleged scene at least <laughs> oh, also there was a weird scene like that where there's supposedly a ghost in three, three men, men and, and a baby, baby. Yes, maybe that was just <laughs> i forgot about that yes. which i've never been able to see that no matter how many times i watch that clip i'm like it's i don't supposed, get it i don't get it it's I supposed to just be a cutout it's yeah anyways yeah let's watch it let's watch it and i'll let's let you know what i think yes. <laughs> okay we'll be back in a little bit bye as bye. in like 10 seconds 10 <laughs> seconds yeah for us it'll be a long time but yeah, bye. Bye. and we are back we are back I have now seen The Wizard of Oz, which I have never seen. Wow, yeah. Uh, Grimmy has seen it. Grimmy, we've been filming a few episodes. It, we are in the middle of a heat wave, like yes. a capital oh. H, capital W heat wave. And I did not want a hot dog on my lap for all of this. But yes. uh, she's my therapy pet and uh, doesn't really like to be away from me. Right. So here we are. And she might make noise, but she's being yeah. very good right now. She yeah. was uh, very vocal but uh, she's your toto she's your she toto. is my toto and i think a lot of my um <laughs> actually a lot of a lot of my notes are about the dog actually oh in this. my god I... uh, we do have to disclaim something this mm-hmm. is a very special episode for all yes. the reasons all those 80s episodes <sighs> are but in reverse um we tried to watch it together but basically long story short we ran out of time because avatar is too effing long it was so long <laughs> and uh I also kind of last minute went out of town for a few days, so we couldn't really schedule that. And now uh, we watched it last night, but uh, this might shock some people that know me because historically I am somebody who does not do substances. I don't drink. Mm -hmm. I don't do drugs. But in the year 2022, I am a nighttime pothead because I Mm -hmm. stopped sleeping and I largely don't eat anymore. And so because of stress and complex PTSD symptoms and Mm -hmm. just life being life. And I've just uh, 
I have not been functioning, so I had to turn to the pot. I had to turn to the weed. Thank goodness it's legal, and I take edibles at night. Mm -hmm. And I almost had no choice but to watch this high. Otherwise, I would not have been able to fall asleep. Fall asleep, exactly. This was the time I had to watch it. So, um, boy, I think my notes... We'll find out. I haven't looked at my notes, but I know I had a lot of little one-liners or interesting observations. And you also watched it high again. (laughs) I mean, you know what? I think especially since it was... So I'm going to say this about it. Oh, and then by the way, nobody's shocked that I I was high. Uh, (laughs) If my parents are listening to this, they they found weed in my uh, camera bag in like 10 years ago. So they already know. I think also I wanted to see it with different eyes because I have seen this at least three or four times. Okay. And I kind of wanted to see it with like really, like fresh eyes, like stoned f- eyes. Fresh, yeah, exactly. High and, eyes. And also, I mean, this is one of those movies that it kind of um, traditionally is, uh, you know, because you've always heard the I don't Dark know Side of heard, the Moon. Yes, yeah. but Dark Side of the Moon. I'm not a big Pink Floyd. I'm not either. Fan. I mean, Breaking the Law is great, and mm-hmm. there's another song I kind of like too. I, but I'm just not a big. You know what? Yeah. Their first two albums are good. Sid was Sid, I think Sid Barrett is a genius mm-hmm. and he, you know, he left in the 60s. So this is like gotcha. you're like those albums that he's on super good. I think the stuff after it's fine. I I'm not going to I don't hate it, but it's not like But anyways, yeah, this is a traditional like stoner movie. I when I used to go to clubs, I used to go to like or I, well, I still do. Like I'll go to like a goth club and they'll show little clips of Dorothy like oh, cool. closing your eyes and stuff like you know this movie is like a traditional like trippy movie dude yeah you know? i can see that i can see that mm-hmm. we'll go into the things of the things but i guess mm-hmm. since i'm the one that hasn't seen it yes i liked it i i liked, you liked it. it a lot um, a lot or mostly a lot i think yeah. i liked it okay i thought i would like it i didn't think i was gonna dislike it i wasn't sure if i'd walk out feeling neutral about it or kind of mm-hmm. liking it I more than liked it. It was interesting, though, because I could see... Because it was from 1939, so I could see how so many building blocks of, like, storytelling Mm -hmm. through movies was probably being invented in this movie. Like, I didn't realize certain things probably came from this movie or at least helped solidify uh, certain devices. And I liked it more than I thought I would because as much as I like old movies, like, I love old Grace Kelly movies. I like a lot of Hitchcock movies, which Grace Kelly was in a few of them. I like Fred and Ginger. I like Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some older movies that are just harder to get behind because they're so dated or so overly simple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, uh, but I was surprised at how I did not feel that way. I get why this is a classic mm-hmm. of almost a hundred years now. And right. I get why I thought some of it was actually really well done especially for the time yeah um i found it enchanting like i actually liked it i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna rewatch it all the time but for sure. i i'm like oh i'm glad i have finally seen this movie i finally watched it like yeah. i okay this Sat was down uh, and, yeah. yeah glad i finally had an excuse to uh we'll go through my notes in order because i think that's the only way it's gonna make sense okay sure but um yeah. the too long didn't read is i i did like it though yeah do you I, how where would you put this movie in terms of like your likability meter i really like it and i do like the historical kind of context yeah of it. i do think it's kind of in 
I'll, I'll get into like some of the characters later, but like I do kind of find that it is at such a weird. I mean, this is like the beginning of the war. Yeah. Um, so like I, I I think about it in those contexts where it's like kind just got out of the great depression or right. still in the midst of the yeah, great depression the aftermath of it at least or, yeah. yeah so these people are this is coming out during like a very traumatizing time yeah. especially in america so like i do i i think about it in those terms and think about like sure. oh wow this must have been huge because they were barely seeing something that was kind of like okay a little bit uplifting well, escapism yeah with all media tends to be more popular when Mm -hmm. we're not doing well or haven't been doing well for a while. I think when the country takes a nosedive, whether it's economically, whether it's about a war, Mm -hmm. we kind of want some more realistic things, but then eventually there's actually evidence that like keeping up with the Kardashians became popular because it was escapism. Right. It was like uh, wealthy people living a life that was not attainable to people. And it, they debuted a few years after we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan and became even more popular when the great recession happened. Mm -hmm. And that's usually when music gets poppier Right, exactly, you know, and yeah. so there's really interesting correlations. So I find that, um, yeah, that's a really great observation. Yeah. yeah. So I, and I think there is a rewatchability factor with it. I think it's something that you could kind of, and I think this may have just been your experiences with it. Is you could put it on in the background and you know do other stuff come back oh there's gonna be some crazy shit right. happening. Right. Yeah. You know, like I mean, it's so weird because we were just talking. I mean, we we just saw. Avatar. I didn't want to say the name. I, it was so hard the for me to say that. The name that should not be um, named ever. <laughs> um, and that was supposed. That was billed as like a spectacle movie. Yeah. Um, this movie is so much more effective in all yes. of that. Yes. Like, it was such so a great palate cleanser after Avatar because yes. I had not seen either. So it was like, ooh, maybe I haven't watched movies I haven't seen because I had good instincts that what I like, mm-hmm. but this was not even a choice though. Cause it came out decades before I was born right, Yeah, and my parents just weren't, I don't even know if my dad liked it, but I know my mom just didn't for whatever, which we're going to get into. Cause I actually have questions about why my mom didn't like it and I can't ask her cause she's dead, but I, I, that's why I didn't see it as a kid. And then I didn't never sought it out or had an opportunity. She to may have been it. afraid of it. Like uh, maybe, this, maybe as a kid, this, she watched it and never wanted to watch it again. Uh, that could be true right? because I watched it as a kid and it, it scared the crap out of me. I liked it, but I, but I yeah. still liked it, but I could see it scaring kids pretty like in in rewatching it this time i was like there's a part there's a few parts that i was like oh i would have probably hated this if i was forced to watch it as a four-year-old so my mom i think made the right choice for what kind of kid i was yeah which i cannot say about my mom in a lot of cases so Mm -hmm. this was good congratulations to kk that was her name uh she made a good choice but it's okay i want to jump into one little offshoot that's related but a bit of a tangent because you were talking about the scary parts are you aware of the Sesame Street folklore about the witch? I do. Wait, is it the lost episode? Yeah. Yeah. And how it resurfaced. Um, I think we kind talked, of, did we talk about I, it? I, oh, I was telling you a little, I was telling you a little bit and I think I stopped myself because oh, I didn't I watched a whole it. YouTube video about yeah. it earlier this summer. Yeah. Also high. So I don't remember yeah. all of it. I was falling asleep. Uh, if you don't know, I'm, I'm a puppeteer. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of a huge nerd for this stuff. And 
there was one night where it was like a lost episode of Sesame Street popped up mm-hmm. on my YouTube and I'm like, yes, please. And it was all about how this actress mm-hmm. who really did, I forget her name offhand. Margaret. Currently, Margaret something. Awesome. Yeah. Mrs. Gulch was her other character yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have, uh-oh. But she, she played the witch on Sesame Street, but it scared kids so much that they didn't mm-hmm. air it again. And all these people grew up and wondered if they were Mandela affecting because they all had this right. memory. And then it um, started being hinted at on the internet, long story short. And then there was a special viewing that only people in person Mm -hmm. saw, but then it briefly resurfaced on the internet for like a minute, but I think it was taken down. I might be wrong, but like it was cool to have that in context. Yeah. And she actually went on Mr. Rogers too to explain that she's an actress and And it's not real. And she was a teacher in real life and kids were afraid of her. And other fact that I found out she taught Jim Backus uh, oh. who was uh, Mr. Howells on Gilligan's Island. Uh, wow. And I'm like, how old was she? Jesus. Because he was old. Yeah. When we were... Like, when my I, mom I was a kid. When I my mom questions. was a kid. Yeah. But um, I saw his grave recently for a taping oh. of um, uh, uh, Creepy and Kooky, which is my YouTube uh-huh. show. Clark's been on it several mm-hmm. times. Our, our friend Lacey and me went to Westwood for the second uh-huh. time. And he... Yeah, it's there. He was so funny. Yeah, I have a weird story about that. Oh, really? The same like grave thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so Mrs. How? I don't know why my grandpa told me this when I was a kid. He said that he went somewhere. He went to a cemetery for whatever reason, probably for a funeral. I'm guessing he was not. <laughs> I don't think he was like he wasn't me. creepy and kooky like us. <laughs> nope. Uh, so like, he went to a. This is a weird tangent, but I have to tell it. But like, he was somewhere in the facility and there was mrs howell just laying somewhere they didn't have enough room for all the bodies and he was like my grandpa's perception Wait, what do you mean like she was just she was dead she was dead they were like preparing her or whatever i was like grandpa where was this my grandpa didn't give that many details about this but like it was that sounds like he was but, mistaken like i'm not trying to doubt him no. but like there that sounds too weird to be true no that sounds way too weird to be true for one <laughs> thing for one thing he said that she was dead and she was just like laying there and she was wearing regular clothes i don't think that's how that works i don't think that's how that works either i don't know what my grandpa saw also i think I she mean, was cremated or something i don't think I, most of the like, jim backus is like the only one that has a grave okay I don't know. I don't know. But this is the weirdest thing. I've researched thing. because but that's my job for the show. Like, my, oh my God. My grandpa's perception is not that great. Like, okay. he, I think he probably was just like, oh, he, <laughs> she looked like Mrs. Howell, maybe. But I'm so or curious like, about who the woman was. Was, I know. Because was it around the time that she died? Like, did he fact check the He was the saying timeline? that it was like the 70s or something. I don't know. Like, late 70s. I feel like they died in the 80s. I might be wrong. Um, we can fact check that. Anyways, later. it was a weird, You just Ooh. mentioned that. So that, that that's was cr- so I'm weird. glad you shared because I'm going to be thinking creepy. about that regardless. But even on the streets, she was like, people were. Margaret Hamilton that's her, that, her thank name you. yes and we're afraid of her you know she what but what a good performance though yeah. like very good very good performance get it I I mean I was like legit scared of her but I also thought she was really cool yeah at the same time she was a woman that she knew what she wanted and uh yeah that so that was like a a big 
lost media thing big um that sesame street episode and it and it barely resurfaced i think it's on hbo max now because they have all of the sesame streets so i think you can find it okay i don't think yeah and i and i think what it is is she just plays the witch on there and And it just scared kids yeah she just terrorized the kids that's so wild to me though Mm -hmm. um yeah, so but in the, but, but in the seventies, like there was a big resurgence of of it. So yeah. like I think maybe your mom may have been like just missed that window or whatever. Um, maybe because she would have been growing up in the fifties and the sixties. Okay, because it went up and down in would, popularity. I think it was televised for the first time in the fifties. Yeah, I think I read that. Um, and depending on what kind of TV sets people had. It was black and white. Yeah. The, the when she goes into Technicolor, that effect is not as powerful. Oh like, man! I did go yeah. on a pretty deep dive. Uh, well, well, after we talk about the movie itself, yeah. we can talk about some of the behind the scenes. Stuff yes, we'll do that. I want to see the movie about the making of the Wizard of Oz because that sounds it's... like juicy stuff. Like that's like. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll get back. Keep we'll, listening. We'll get back to it. We'll just we'll just go into the movie part of it right now. Yeah. But the production. It's known as a tro- known as a troubled production, to be sure. Yeah, very interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so it starts. I took a screenshot that uh, I'm glad Puck you did those. Admiring because I had to like because I wrote that down in my note. I was going to write yeah. the whole thing. Da- yeah, I could have taken the fucking picture. I almost checked out of this because I just well, it, okay, I was high to be fair, but it was the caption on the when it starts it's like for nearly 40 years the story has given faithful service to the young in heart and time has been powerless to put it kind to put its kindly philosophy out of fashion to those of you who have been faithful to it in return dot 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 and to the young in heart dot 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 we dedicate this picture and i was like oh god this is so cheesy i hate this already right. like I, I was already checked out but i got checked back in really fast thank I, god i don't i don't i don't like it, prefaces like this <sighs> is weird um also Ugh. i mean this reminds me this reminded me of the top the new top gun movie uh, maverick tom cruise does an intro at the beginning and i'm just like why Oh, like the, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do oh, that. God. I like. I honestly yeah. like that movie. I thought it was good. I was. I was like, that's unnecessary. But this. Right. But this is interesting that they do say this because it was wildly book, right? popular yeah. during the century. Yeah, there's so many books in the series too. It's funny because I think it was made for nostalgic reasons it's so weird to think about ancient civilizations in ancient civilizations i mean like i always think about this like who are the mesopotamians like who were their ancient civilizations and so it is right it is weird looking at this you know nearly a hundred years you know 90 something years ago we're Wow, that was such a long time ago and stuff like that. And then but it's based on a book that was decades pre- old. Decades yeah. old. So yeah. I, I do think that is kind of interesting. And it does give a little bit of historical, again, context. historical context. Yeah. And yeah, at a really bad time in American history. And I think that maybe that's like why they... And yet it's timeless it because people still love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. never fallen out of fashion. It hasn't aged particularly terribly. Yeah. Um, there's a few. Well, <laughs> let's start with it. So my first note that was in all caps, I got very descriptive with my note taking, was children should be seen and not, not heard, heard. Because I felt like her, is she an orphan? Is Dorothy an orphan? Why is she living she with is. her aunt and uncle? Yeah, I think she's I kind of missed 
that backstory a little bit slash I've I, never read the book so I don't I don't think there's an, in the movie I don't think there's okay. an explanation it was just Auntie M and some uncle and she like runs up so upset because some mean lady mm-hmm. Mrs. Gulch is like hating her dog yeah and they're not listening to her they're just like and I'm like oh wow this is the children should not be uh yeah heard a uh, mantra come to life like this is right. just like go away you silly girl like i but, but was they, like damn but they do ultimately defend her eventually which I, i'm like yeah but it was just a lot to jump yeah. into especially high i was like right what? but i think also you have to get a feeling of her character yeah which would i mean she's a like a teenage she's 16 she's but 16, they yeah. well in real life no she was supposed to play 10 or 12 but judy garland in real life was 16 yeah they so they aged her down Originally, it was supposed to be Shirley Temple. Those were the oh, two. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Runners. I didn't so catch I think, that. Yeah, okay. That might have been something that they had to switch and yeah. stuff like that. It, it's it's uh, great casting, though. I, I think she's great. She she's, was. I'll jump ahead really fast yeah. because I did put. Yes, we're five minutes in, and I can't stop thinking about how Judy Garland was terrorized behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, she looks really pretty, but hey, acting plus masking, because that's how sure. life is. Because sh- she looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She was a really good actress. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed her performance. Um, and it just really early on hit me how tragic her backstory was in real time sure. during this. I mean, really her whole life. But I think, um, So I read that a lot of the stories were exaggerated by her. That's what I heard. Um I heard a, there's other things. Other actors had way worse stuff happen. To oh, them. I believe it. Yeah. But Louis B. Mayer, whose grave I also saw uh-huh. for Creepy and Kooky, he was a bad guy. And he oh, was yeah, sure. like pretty notorious. I believe some of it, at least. Like, I don't, yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't yeah, done a big Judy Garland deep dive. Um, We've seen her grave. I have a couple times, yeah, with you once. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Toto's grave. Yes, uh, we've seen both at sca- we've seen all Ray Bolger's yes. at Holy Cross. But I mean, like, I haven't done because I actually have not seen a lot of Judy Garland movies, believe it or yeah. not. So, I, she's just one of those icons where you know who she is. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the mo- the Re- Renee Zellweger movie, um, mm-hmm. but I think so many actors, actresses specifically, actually were terrorized during that yes. time. So it doesn't matter to me how much is true or not. Yeah. Uh, I, some bad stuff happened. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, for sure. Yeah. I think that was just rampant. I mean, hey, it's rampant now, pretty much today. Still. So yeah, it's not, it's I, yeah. Gotten better. We can call it out better, but yeah. it's still not. I mean, not we keep great. finding about predators in the uh, comedy yeah. community and yeah. Maybe there's an episode I can't promote on TikTok because it's well, problematic because of someone in it. And that's all we're going to say. Because yes. uh, yeah. I found out some stuff after the fact. <gasps> um, yeah. But okay, going back to the movie. I thought the sepia tone cinematography was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I want to watch everything in sepia tone. Like right. that's um, it, better than black and white. Wow. That's This was the first time I realized that it was in sepia tone and not yeah. black and white because if because like i mean as a kid you're like oh it's just in black and white right and stuff like that. right you don't realize there's different shades of it right yeah. and, I, and i thought that that i was like oh okay that's why this looks i mean because i watch plenty of black and white movies but like this was like oh shit like this has i mean it's a style choice right and i think also i mean just in the storytelling like such a good shorthand mm-hmm. to show what the world 
but it's also, like dusty. It's yeah. not even. It's vintage, but for the time they made it look vintage. Right. Almost, you know, by choosing brown and white, basically, yeah. versus black and white. Because movies were in color at this time. Like this, I mean, like. Not I all. Mean, not all of them, yeah. but they had like technical. The technology. They had technicolor yeah. by, by now. They, they were so still perfecting was, it, though. Yeah. This wasn't, I was, I was just saying that just like, this wasn't the first one that was yeah. like, oh, hey, look at this is in color. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so this was a technicolor movie but like i really do think that there is more yeah they're just trying to make it look throwback which you know again which is part of the 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 beginning of the movie that opening dedication yeah Yeah. the only thing in the beginning and this Mm -hmm. is such a small thing but i again was not in my right mind so i got really detailed um Mm -hmm. but i was like wait did she really just get stuck in a pig pen because she Mm -hmm. was like walking on the side yeah then she fell in and i was like she really couldn't get out of it with the older man who may or may not be a relative lifting her out like when you've seen her bloomers like it was just kind of like such a weird scene that stood out to me as a first time viewer in a 2022 lens because it's like i'm a little girl i fell in a pig pen which is a lot of things and then this man one of the people who became one of the scarecrow or the lion or something i forget who he was Mm -hmm. but pulls her out and she's got like her legs up and i'm like this is inappropriate this is a little made me a little uncomfortable yeah i don't like it but i i think they're they're also kind of showing kind of her naivete naivete of Um, course i think there could have been a better way to oh, do of, that of though. course <laughs> yeah. but i mean for the 1930s yeah. this was probably the i mean she did get stuck in the wire yeah so i, I, I guess that's, that's what it was i it was just it was a little maybe i was just not watching it closely mm-hmm. enough but um but but i think i think especially because she has that conversation with with i think his name is hunk uh is uh, that's the scarecrow later he's like there's a simple solution. Just don't walk by Mrs. Gulch's right. place and yeah. stuff like that. Like, just don't do these things and you'll be okay. And so I think they're just trying to like shorthand. Give yeah. Her, yeah. And I, I get it. I do. But, oh my God, I don't think I have heard the Judy Garland version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Whoa. Or I've only heard the first really? couple bars. But I remember as the song went on, I was like, Oh, her voice is very beautiful. Yeah. It's really good for this song, which is not always the same right. thing. And I don't know where else I've heard this song. I think it's just one of those songs that's sung everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, this is not, I'm not a big musical person. Like, I don't like a lot of musicals. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just not my genre of song choice. But I was like, oh, I get it. I get mm-hmm. why this song is yeah, so loved. Like, her voice is perfect for the song and it did so much more for me mm-hmm. than any other time I've heard the song. I'm like, yeah. do I like this song now? Like, do I like it now? Like, oh, no, oh. I never yeah. like hated it. I just didn't care for it. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm like, I get it. I get it. You're right. I mean, there's definitely a lot of covers of it. She also has a particularly deep voice, which is interesting. For she such plays a young girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. She was 16. She's like this alto, she, almost a tenor. Yeah, like, yeah. She has a really deep but voice, which rich, is great. I love You know, yeah. it's like, um, and that, <laughs> I want to hear Tony Braxton sing the song. Yeah. Now, Cause she has a really low voice. Yeah. Um, well, one, one thing. Yeah. One thing that like the studio said about her is that they're like, Oh, she has such a great voice. Too bad she's not pretty, which is an insane thing to say about her. It's insane to say about any child. Yeah. But, like, she's not ugly. No. She's pretty. She's pretty. And she's charming, which is half the appeal of being on screen. There's a lot of pretty Mm -hmm. people 
that are not charming on screen. Yeah. They don't have charisma. Exactly. So it's like, and she does. So but like, I'm like, that's an insane, like, look, I mean, sorry, but like, she was so watchable to she me. Was, yeah. And aesthetically was, pleasing at that. Yes. I know. Um, I mean, that's the thing is she like really carried this movie. I mean, 100% like, carried the movie. I mean, like, I, I mean, I think she great is the wizard of Oz. Yeah. I mean, great performances all around. Sure. There's not a bad performance in it at all, I think. No, I don't think so. There's um, not a weak link. No. no. And I, I think, man, uh, like one thing. Yeah, we'll get into that part. But um, yeah, I I think there was a, yeah, it was just a different time, you know. Next up, I mm-hmm. just had anti, anti, anti M, like the cookie, or is it a pretzel? That's a high thought if there ever was one, because that's her aunt, Auntie M. Oh, yeah. And I just got on a tangent. Oh, they have the pretzels, don't they? It's pretzels. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I pretzels, couldn't remember right? if it was cookie or it's pretzel. Pretzels, it's a yeah. mall snack yes. stand, either which yeah. way. And then I was like, wait, were picnic baskets the old fashioned traveling dog cages? Because that's I what they wanted to put Toto in. And I'm like, I mean, I guess they didn't have these nice little sleek uh, airline carriers that we have now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But a picnic basket, yeah. like there's no holes. They can't breathe through that. The wicker, yeah. I was like, I, yeah. Just I, like I said, a lot of dumb things were just popping out at me left and right. Mm-hmm. And then um, her but aunt. But also they wanted to put the dog down. So I don't even I, think. We're going to get there. Oh, we're going to yeah. get there. But like they, okay, Auntie M was going to chew out Mrs. Gulch. Mm-hmm. But she's like. As a Christian, I'm not going to. And I put, fuck Christianity for not letting Auntie M chew out the mean dog hater lady out. Yet another reason I hate religion. Right, exactly. So I, like, I wanted to hear that what she had to weird... say. I wanted to hear what she had to say. Yeah, exactly. And then there's more. That would have been a fun, feisty fight. Yeah, Because you can still be... You can call a spade a spade and not use naughty language. Yeah. Or not be belittling for the or sake maybe, of being belittling. Or maybe Auntie M is just like that on fire about it. And she was like... She had to hold I, herself back. I would have... She would have to go to hell for... But yes. Yeah. Okay. This is what I put in all caps. And mm-hmm. this actually kind of brings me back to my mom not liking this. I said, why didn't anyone tell me that the plot of this movie starts with running away to save a dog? I would have mm-hmm. seen this movie forever ago because right. I am a capital D dog person. Like, yeah. I am obsessed with my dogs. And I got that from my mom. So I was really, mm-hmm. sh- you're probably right. She was probably scared. But like like had a bad experience as a kid or whatever. But I'm like, if she knew or remembered or whatever, that this was about saving a dog from being mm-hmm. put down, this would have been her favorite effing movie. Like, right. because I get this insane dog obsession but from also, my mom. But also the dog being in peril and stuff. Maybe that's what did it. Maybe, but it's like my, okay. Yeah. Okay. You haven't seen Mad Men, but this is not a huge plot point. So I'm not, One thing I haven't, I'm yeah. not what, the one thing I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen all yeah. this stuff. But, yeah. but it's like, there is a scene where a character basically lets his dog out hmm. to run the streets of New York so he doesn't have to own the dog anymore. And this is a show that's based on philandering and some shady business and just general mistreatment of both women and people of color. There's a mm-hmm. lot of that throughout yeah. every episode, basically. And back when my mom was still alive, we would joke, but that scene with Chauncey the dog is too much. It right, is, yeah. That's where we draw the line. So, like, no, know, to me, I that know. felt very reminiscent of that. So I was like, oh, man. I That's interesting. I yeah. really wish my mom was alive for a lot of reasons. But this is one of those moments where I'm like, I wish I could have been like, yeah. why didn't you like it? And did you know this was about this? And what's your 
Because yeah. that is kind of the whole thing that makes her run away from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was a like, surprise. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the crux of it. And Toto actually plays a, a huge part in it. I also like, I mean, this is going to be a tangent. I don't know. You're probably going to touch on this. But I kind of like how Toto kind of just pieces out in scenes. Yeah. He's just like, he goes away and then like, he, oh, yeah, I think it's so funny because like there will be, and I think like because I was high, I was noticing that more. But yeah. like there were scenes where they were just doing stuff and he just kind of went away and they're, well, we have to, we just have to shoot this because like one of oh, the, yeah. one of the thing about Technicolor, especially at that time is they had, it had to be very bright. Yeah. So they had to use arc lights, which are notoriously hot. So I think, I think the set was a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. I read that because of yeah. all the lights. So I think when they're like, oh, he left, like, let's shoot it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm good. We're gonna we're gonna just uh, we're gonna just keep going. Yeah, but then the other thing too was so okay when she's running away, I put two things back to back. It was like who is this creepy guy asking her if she was running away? But then also, wait, this weird professor is someone that would be a, a currently on New Age YouTube channels or yes. witch talk on TikTok, but with even more appropriation because he's wearing a turban. Like yes. I was. I was, that's the one character I was a little confused about. Who was he? Did she know oh. him before? No, I think he Because she's like, are you a runaway? And I'm Dr. like, oh, a red flag, red flag, runaway. Dr. Marvel, right? Okay, I um, guess. No, that, that was his name on there. I think it was Dr. Marvel. Um, he was, um, he was just a traveling, I mean, that was common at this time. This, this I mean, because mm. this takes place in like 1901 or something. Okay. Um, and so I think he was just one of those traveling uh, snake oil i mean because if you right. notice his his things he would always say like three things two wrong things and then oh hit on i mean he was a classic psychic uh-huh you know where it's like right is, do you know something Saying with general an stuff. m or a right. j and um so basically i kind of feel like there was a um I, 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 yeah, he's basically that dude. Yeah. And it just felt like a guy in a van yeah. offering candy. I was like, oh right. God, Dorothy, run away. Um, yeah. And I think his character makes more sense when you see, yeah. the, you know, later, yeah. later on. Yeah. Um, wait, Dorothy is worried about someone sick who's also jumping on the bed. I think it was like her aunt. He was like, cause he was looking in the crystal ball. That's what mm. it was. And she's like, oh, she's sick. But it, it, I didn't understand that plot point at all. Right. I guess she was go- it was getting her to go home, but then there yeah. was the tornado. Yeah, I I think for some reason when I was high that really stood out to me. But I, that I don't know that, if that makes was, sense. That was weird to me too because she ended up. I mean, like it was fair because he he's a charlatan, yeah. kind of. So like, I kind of feel like there's more of a um, yeah, he's just grasping at things and like yeah okay that makes more sense i was thinking it so literally mm-hmm. i think in the moment yeah having not seen this movie especially yeah. too i was like what is but, happening but but also i think he was just trying to get her to go back home like Probably. i i because i think he is like i know he's a creepy dude but i i think he's genuinely concerned about her probably like he was like oh there's a tornado i hope she's okay like he right. literally said right. that so like okay. i I, th- I think he's he's a huckster but he can't really get anything out of her, you know. Right, so, right. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Thank you for yeah. that clarification then. Um, and then I just had another high thought where I was like, it's weird because tornadoes in real life make the sky look sepia tone. Oh, And now yeah. there is 
this tornado in sepia tone. It's really not yeah. that deep, but I wrote it down. And then I didn't realize it's a twister. It's a twister. I didn't realize that that was from this movie. I think I thought it was from the 90s Helen Hunt classic that is Twister. Yeah. I don't know know why I I thought that 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 was from there. But I mean, because you know that phrase that's Mm -hmm. around. But I I was like, oh, this is the origin story of that. Yeah. I mean, also that might just be common in Kansas or wherever the tornado. Maybe. But either Um, way, it probably got popularized in culture. Yeah. Probably from this movie. Oh, I mean, like that's that's one of the things about like looking back on movies like this. Because you're like, oh, like because even like thinking about a witch and stuff like that. Yeah. Like. We think of the witch, green, the witch, green, green witches, and yeah. it's like, and that's not all witches, and that's, and yeah. that only became a thing because of this, you know, and, right. and there's no, and that was the first time they had seen like a colorized witch for sure, right? Um, in in person or in like film or whatever, absolutely. Yeah. And also, okay, this is maybe nitpicky, but I had a lot of trouble with Dorothy walking a little too easily in the tornado. Oh, yeah, I for sure. had trouble standing up straight in Santa Ana winds last fall. Yeah. And that was not a tornado. So I was like, yeah. mm. she's a good actress, but that was like the one thing. And then when the glass window happens, yeah, I understand it knocks her out, but there's no blood. It's glass. It no, would have shattered on her. Like I, there was a few moments. I get it. It's the thirties. But there was a few moments like that that kind of took me a little out of like suspension yeah. of disbelief. Or well, I think I, I mean if you watch a lot of like I there there are some horror movies that I watch from that period yeah. and stuff too, and it's more Same like thing. it's more like oh that person would have been covered in blood <laughs> like yeah. you know um, it was already scary enough I feel like yeah like, you know yeah it was just funny to me yeah. um, but then when the Technicolor happens they spend a few minutes on it like there's mm-hmm. kind of panning, panning. Yeah. yeah the whole landscape which was great way better than avatar and i was like this looks like a live action sleeping beauty without the mary blair color schemes sure because yeah. you know like the whole history of the animation with sleeping beauty like they layered it in mm-hmm. such a way yeah. that was very groundbreaking for that time with animation mm-hmm. and it just really um reminded me of that but this came first which yeah. i thought was so interesting right so this this did come out after snow white two years so. later yeah yeah so like i mean that was kind of uh the inspiration uh well for they, there yeah. was it was an f you to the disney company did you yeah. know this because disney wanted the rights to wizard of oz right, yeah. but mgm had it and they wouldn't yeah. give it up. So there, it was a competition. But Snow White, even though it's so beautifully done, um, yeah. not as well done as Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, like that's a ground, oh, no. that's such yeah, a groundbreaking sure. thing. Um, it just was different color schemes, yeah. and it just made me wonder if Sleeping Beauty low key ripped off this world. Because right. even the castle at the end mm-hmm. reminded me of like where Maleficent yeah. is, you know exactly and stuff so yeah definitely that layering i mean because like i didn't realize that i mean because when i watched it probably as a kid yeah like i was just like oh i just kind of put it all together sure or it's a world you accept everything yeah. as a kid you're like or, oh this is what this is or i probably saw it on a smaller tv yeah, too that yeah. didn't have great right. graphics or whatever so I, I i probably missed a lot of that detail i think watching it on you know a bigger, bigger screen, screen and hd and right. stuff like that I think it, it, you could, it probably like makes it look a little less real, but more impressive, which is that's a sort of what thing. it, yeah, no, that's, I think you worded that perfectly because I was circling around how to say that mm-hmm. because 
you can tell it's a set. You don't yes. think that this is like real life. But that being said, it's so well done. I don't care. For me, it felt like a Disney ride. Or yes. Something. Like, yes, yeah. it really did. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Completely. Yeah. But it's funny, though, just, just some of the prop technology uh, I guess was a little funny to me because mm-hmm. um, the Good Witch had almost the exact same one that I had from some play dress up kit like yep. the bedazzled sequin star I think my rod was plastic and hers was uh, like steel or something but I was like oh my god like that's so bizarre to me to see a child's toy mm-hmm. be a real prop basically yeah. And later there was another one. Oh, her whole outfit, uh, the Good Witch's outfit. Just re- this is sort of a tangent, but there was this influencer mm-hmm. that made clothes, I guess, on the side. And she got roasted for a lot of reasons for her clothing line. But one of them was she had bodysuits one season that was like poorly put on star like appliques. Oh, and it was like $90 for like a shitty bodysuit that like, and it, the, 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 the good witch costume was way better. I'm not snarking on the good witch costume, but it, we've come a long way since the thirties. So it was just funny to see an influencer do it worse than the third. It was just like a whole, my brain just couldn't divorce it from that anecdote in real Mm -hmm. life. But, like, it kind of goes back to what we're saying. You know it's a set. You know that they're props. Mm-hmm. Still delightful. But, like, wow, we've come a long way. Oh, for sure. It had a big budget, but it didn't have, like, the biggest budget. Yeah. I mean, like, Gone with the Wind way outspent this movie. And right. And came out around, around the same time, I right. think. This was actually... I I think it's interesting because, like I was saying, it was inspired because they were like, oh... Like, Disney could take an old property and Mm -hmm. turn it into gold. Yeah. Like, hey, let's take this old thing that we have, you know, this property that we have, and let's just do it. I think, so I think in a lot of ways it was, like, kind of hastily done in that way, but it... I would rather see that than, yeah, Avatar. Oh, absolutely. I'm not mad at any Mm -hmm. of these observations. It's just, like, weird to time travel. But also, if we go back, I don't know if you've seen costumes from that era costumes were like crepe paper so okay. like i don't think people were doing especially during this time like as realistic yeah like yeah. At, at this at this time in american history people were using flower bags to make dresses yeah um, that's true so i i think what what's what's funny about that is they probably made the deluxe version over time it's like oh we can make this like so easy mm-hmm. now and it's like I think at the time it was like, oh, that's the first time I've seen anything that looks like that. Right. You know, and like yeah. it kind of becomes, you know, just like, yeah, just like names. It's kind of like upper class names happen. And then, <laughs> and they, then they go of, downhill yeah. like Tiffany yeah. or something like yeah. that, I think is pretty notorious. Or just yeah. even like technology. Remember some 20 years ago, Apple had these like color computers they were like white and kind of bubbly but they would be teal or fuchsia they're so cutting edge and now they're so dated you know the costuming and the sets felt like that where Mm -hmm. they're still cool because those apple macbooks are really cool Mm -hmm. they're just not current you know they're interesting to look at but they're of a certain time and that's sort of how this Mm -hmm. movie felt to me where it's like it's still interesting it still holds my attention it's Mm -hmm. eye-catching but yeah. It's funny how that was cutting edge for the time. And mm-hmm. then now it's so primitive and dated. Right. <laughs> it's just funny. I don't know. 
But also, they're probably trying to imagine the turn of the century. Too. Yeah. So, yeah, I that's mean, true, too. Yeah, because, like, I do... I've been doing a deep dive on Art Nouveau. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of Art Nouveau motifs in this, which, oh, was cool. a, which was a style that was more popular in turn of the century and 1960s as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kind of feel like it, it's, it's a little bit of that, too. Like, they're yeah. trying to, like, oh, let's make this a really fantastical world. You know, because even, like, Mrs. Gulch, like, mm-hmm. the way that they made her look, like, I actually liked her outfit, Mrs. Gulch. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, of, of course, the witch. It was steampunky, wasn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's kind of, that's, like, Victorian yep. era. Yep. So I really like that they're trying to, because at this, at this time in history, those old Victorian homes, those were kind of turning into the haunted houses. Uh-huh. Now when we think of haunted houses, we think of Victorian houses. Yeah, that's true. So I think like this is where that kind of comes from, like that Victorian era. That's the kind of scary part or whatever. Also, I didn't realize how many other songs there were besides Somewhere Over the Rainbow and Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Oh. Like when all the munchkins were introducing themselves, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's other songs. Like I had no idea. Oh, no. This is, I almost forgot about that. But yeah. 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 There, it's, it's mostly a musical, yeah. Right, but there's only a few that have become universal, sure. I think. If I only which had I a guess brain. Makes, yeah, that one too. Yeah. Um, which I have a lot of thoughts on. We'll get there soon. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just... Um, and also, I guess the turn of the century thing makes a little more sense now. Because mm-hmm. I also put... Wait, why are the Munchins dressed like they're on the Small World After All ride? Right, Because <laughs> it yeah. looks very, like, they're all kind of in a similar thread, but they're, like, there's a connective tissue to what they're all wearing, but at the same token, there are such clearly distinctive different styles. Yes. And I'm not saying that because of their height and that they're children. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in the Small World After All ride, I make that joke a lot when there's just different costuming that feels like because some of it felt like they could have been at like a beer garden and some of it felt like they could have been like swiss you know like it was just yeah and so i make that joke for everyone when that kind of happens so i want to be really careful i'm not punching down here but i was just like overloaded and i was shocked at their um some of them had like plastic hair and yes. facial hair, yeah. and I'm like, why? I know, and and really that was weird distracting. That was stuff. really yeah. distracting. Yeah, the voices yeah. were really distracting. Yeah, too. yeah, because some of them were like really rough, and then really high, and yeah, and apparently was- they were all dubbed by professional um, actors because yeah. some of them were brought on to be singers, but they still didn't get to sing. I know, which sucks. I was like, oh, that's really weird, actually. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I did, I mean, I liked that diversity. I mean, going back to like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I don't know. I'm going to stop. This is going to be the last time I talk about it, but like we were talking about the Navi, like have some diversity within that group and stuff. I mean, um, you know, they're still all white. They're still all white Mm -hmm. little people. Yeah. Yeah. But But it was, it was 30. So, but it was Mm -hmm. cute that it was like the lollipop guild. And then they have like, that's another thing. I thought it was the lollipop kids. I didn't so, know it was a guild. I was very confused. Yeah, and that's just a small part of them. But like, it's, it's like just, that's yeah. the part that I thought was yeah. the part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, the 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 song. I didn't realize that was just a verse. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, what? And which makes sense because I don't think any of the Munchkins mm-hmm. are trying to be kids. They're just yeah. little people. But. Um, and then I got a little confused about how many witches there were in the movie, but I got over that really fast. Um, so there's, yeah, there's, yeah. So, so basically, yeah, Dorothy kills the, the wicked the, witch of the, the east, east. Yes. and then 
Mrs. Gulch is playing Wicked Witch of the West, mm-hmm. which also took me a few minutes. I, I suspected even at the farm with the three dudes mm-hmm. fishing her out of the pig pen or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, don't they? Because they, again, this this movie isn't culture enough that like I could recognize some of the faces. And I was like, I feel like they're either mapping this for the wizard, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow, yeah. or those are the actual actors. And I didn't want to ID- IMDB it, but about halfway through, I did because yeah. I was like, I, mm, I think Mrs. Gulch is the witch. I think yeah, that like, and sure. I needed that confirmation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, but it it took me a minute to figure because the makeup is really different. Mm-hmm. So even though it kind of looks like them, if you don't know those actors' faces like the back of your hand. Yeah, like right. I, I don't know. It, for me, it just maybe I was right. high. I don't well, know. Well, I I think it's not until really far into it, but they start saying stuff that they said in the beginning. Yeah. So like one yeah. of them, what? I mean, because even their motifs, you have to just be brave. So the coward, the person who played the cowardly lion, mm-hmm. he was like, you just have to be, you know, you just have to stand up to her or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like so, and I think like all of them kind of. So I yeah I don't I don't know why there is a one to one and why that represents I have a th- I, I, I think will... it's a dream and it's like a mismatch yeah. you know you like dream that you're in your mm-hmm. house but it's really the mall mm-hmm. yeah. or like people represent they can kind of almost blend into two exactly, different people yeah. that so did I think feel I think that's what this was but right. I don't know yeah I I agree with you especially since in a lot of ways there are other things that kind of pop up from the real life. Yeah. But also, okay, the tree scene. The tree scene. I love that one. Very cool. But also, did you play in Super Nintendo as a kid? Yeah, I did. Is Super Mario more... World, World 5 looks yes. just like that. I'm like, the did, wind, did, did, the did, Windy World? The, 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 the Forest World? Oh, okay, okay. I think it was World 5. Maybe I'm mixing it up slightly. Okay. But um, it was like 5 or 6. It was like you had to go through several lands. It was like you went across a bridge and you mm-hmm. went down to an enchanted forest or some kind yeah, of forest. Yeah, okay, yeah. And the trees in a level or even just in the mapping of it mm-hmm. looked so much like the Wizard of Oz oh, right, trees. Yeah. And I'm like, did Nintendo rip off Wizard of Oz? I mean, they could have. They yeah. probably did. But you know what? I thought I there was one level where it's just like windy... I was more of a Genesis kid, oh, okay. um, but I did play it at friends' houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I do remember that slightly. But I thought that scene was very funny. Oh, it was. Yeah, I think I, um, I was a little mentally not there and got a little distracted. To be fair, mm-hmm. but I, it was really pretty. Like I mean, it was cool visually. Oh yeah, like, I was like, oh, this is. But neat. I kind of like that thing where it's like, hey, don't just pick my apples, and then like piss them off and then they'll throw the apples at you oh we don't want your apples anyways get out of here and then oh, they I, think I, I don't know where my brain went oh, but i don't think that i clocked so, that very well so she was hungry he doesn't have uh, to eat because he's a scarecrow right but um so she was like she picked an apple and he got mad the tree got mad and then they're like okay fine we don't want your apples they're probably gross anyways <laughs> yeah you can keep them why what did you say about my apples and uh, the, the, the apple tree through it? I, I, I for I completely that was new to me. Like I don't know why I forgot that. Um, that was one of the only scenes that was super new to me too. Because remember mm-hmm. when I gave what I thought the movie was about plot wise, mm-hmm. and I gave a lot of specificity. Um, that was one of the only worlds or scenes, if you will, that I was like, oh, this is brand new visually to me. Like I 
culture never tipped this off for me. Like right. I didn't realize that that was a nice surprise because I thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. What I remember of it at least. Uh, yeah. I also, okay. I have questions though. So, okay. I'll hit you with a few. Okay. So mm-hmm. the Tin Man and the Scarecrow never met before Dorothy. I guess not. And the Tin Man needed water or oil. That whole thing kind of felt kind of graphic. And then uh, the lion needed a nerve. Like that was a clunky. Or courage. Yeah. But in the song, he was saying nerve. Yeah, nerve. And I was like, sure. Ugh. Well, because it rhymes with verve. I guess. Yeah. But it was a stretch. Like I was like, that was my least favorite part of the well, song. So, like, I think in rewatching it, I kind of felt like the Scarecrow was very cowardly as well. Yeah, they weren't as clearly defined as you would think they would be. Mm Because they also needed the help of a young girl. Exactly. She felt like the... Was she the ultimate manic pixie dream girl? Because, like, she... Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Like, that's how it read to me because it was like she came into this world of Oz and she just wanted to get home. So she brought these mm-hmm. three grown ass men yeah. with her to see the wizard. And they would have never thought to have done that without this 12 right. year old or however old she was supposed to be. Like I was like, mm, I know it's not a romantic manic pixie. Thank goodness for that. But it is like, Opening they up. would not have gotten what they needed without her. And that right. is what a manic pixie dream girl is. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I guess so. Because like, so, like, one theory I did hear about, like, those three characters, the Scarecrow is supposed to be the farmer, the Tin Man's supposed to be um, um, mechanical industry or whatever, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, the line is supposed to be, like, government or whatever. Hmm. So, like, that's... I think in some ways it kind of is... Because around this time, the populist movement was really big. Mm. And so, like, I kind of do think that she does... Hey, me being from the country, my my um, my will and my um, determination determination yeah. will get get even these dopes on board and stuff like that. So I almost feel like there might have been a political message behind that, and that's huh. why that that kind of dynamic emerges in it. That's um, so yeah. interesting. I'm gonna have to look that up and like think about that because. Yeah, I was surprised. That was my only, I think, real complaint about the movie. Like, all those three animal-type men, if you will, or, like, mm-hmm. non-human men, uh, just, they, they were not as defined as I thought that they would be. No. I was They kind of blurred together for me. Because I didn't think of... But I, but I think that also kind of is the thing about it, is that, I mean, especially at the end, yeah. when it was actually just there, like yeah. they were just not seeing it in themselves. Which we'll get to, because I yeah. have thoughts on that. I was oh. kind of annoyed at that, actually. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like a moral... Okay, let's get to it now. Okay. It felt like a moral victory. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I am so sick of... I've had a very complicated life. My life will never be fixed because of a plucky attitude or a mantra or whatever and that is something that me and my therapist have been wrestling with a lot recently there's not a lot of simple solutions about what's going to either make my life better or make me feel better about certain things because I've been in the trenches for so long and I've tried so many different things and life keeps pushing me back down in ways that are beyond my control and a lot of people like to give advice that's like do this do that and it's overly simple and I get annoyed And a lot of people like to point out, but you've survived this long. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm sick of surviving. It's freaking fracking exhausting. Even 
we you were asking earlier off camera i hung out with our friend russell the other mm-hmm. night and we hadn't seen each other in a month which is very rare for us we usually hang out quite a bit and i won't go into it but some personal stuff got really blown up this past month for me and um he was like well you kind of dodged a bullet with that but aren't you, yeah you're sick of dodging bullets aren't you because mm-hmm. he knows me you know what i mean and i was like yes thank you dodging bullets is exhausting and it's like to me the end of the movie just felt like such a moral victory or was right. like look inside yourself it has all the answers it'll set you free right. and that's good but sometimes life is more complicated than that yeah. and i'm sick of overly simplistic the, things so this is a me thing this is a no, me no, 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 thing no. i am very triggered by this kind of stuff because I'm, this is how people in my real life treat me and they're not listening and they don't want to be in the trenches with me and uh, it's a lovely movie and it's a lovely ending because it is a good message but i was like oof but i agree I, but see i'm i had a little bit more trouble with the advice that they gave to dorothy what was the advice that they the, gave to Dorothy well, it, specifically? It was, it was like the way to get home is um, you've always, always been able, yeah, been able to go home, which was kind of gaslighting. But it's like you have to stay home for the rest of your life, and and also I guess her be home a farmer. Wasn't perfect. Yeah. That was the other thing too, because it's like I know her aunt and uncle. We kind of talked about this. Wanted the best thing for her, but. They were a little dismissive of her feelings. Right. That's not a good, healthy space to be yeah. in. And she wants to go. That's like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. And there's no place like home. I just want to go home. Like, it was just... Mm. But, the, but the thing that kind of fixes that for me is because she is absolutely the main character. Sure. Like, there's no doubt that there is... Like, she's the one changing everybody's lives more mm-hmm. than anything. Sure. And so, like, I do like that aspect and that kind of like softens that blow sure, for me a bit sure. but um i do think that it's annoying that like oh look at this this teenager she was able to navigate this insane world insane i mean insane with you know, set piece after set piece of all this stuff and and we're able and we're able to see like her growth within that and stuff but i feel like but I mean, like, what a thing to say to somebody at the end and be like, "Oh, you should never leave home." Yeah, because this is what the world is like. I don't know. I don't know yeah, why. That, yeah, it's a little hard to take that too seriously. And it was also like the witch was like, "You've had the power the whole time to go you home," and it's like, yeah. "Then why didn't you tell her, bitch?" Like, but she needed. But it also you had things, to. Yeah. But you had to click your heels too. Like that's yes, like saying yeah. to somebody, um, "You you've always known how to." fix your tire mm-hmm. well sure we can all fix our tire but we we need uh to learn how to do that like you yeah. need to tell us what the equivalent of clicking our heels together in sparkly red shoes like mm-hmm. it's just um sometimes people don't know how to do stuff even if they can do stuff so it just yeah. felt like it kind of like overrode that a little bit right. and i think we're in a society where we're not always patient with people they don't know something mm-hmm. and it's, but it's okay to explain it to them and not wait till they've been gassed out going to all these different worlds. And it's right. like, Oh, you could have gone home this whole time. If you just, if I had told you to click your magical yeah. heels together, but you wouldn't have learned your lesson of staying home all the time, which is weird. Even though you've 
helps yeah. the world anywhere that you go you're yeah. helping people the ending this is like a rare movie that mm-hmm. i liked but i thought the ending was also a little muddy mm-hmm. and it kind of wasn't my favorite even though it was heartwarming too i don't, I don't yeah. know it was like kind of like yeah. all the things for me it was i need more I time really to process su- that i was surprised when it ended i was like oh okay um <laughs> but anyways we'll, we'll go back we still haven't even talked about like the witch yeah and like all that like or or the wizard we didn't even okay, get to that yeah, yeah the wizard i put he uh where, where is it where is it um who is this wizard he's very temperamental like whoa like mm-hmm. he was just and then he was behind a green screen the whole time like that was mm-hmm. so weird like so yeah so i think that but i mean that's kind of like an interesting i I think that's an interesting motif Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of may say something about the politics of it again yeah Um, i can see that you know where you're scaring all these people yeah and talking a big game but you're just a man you're not like that powerful right and like kind of lying to people saying this is what you'll get if you do this thing for me, but I'm not going to do it right but I'm now. Not, yeah. yeah, but I, and, a I'm, good point. and I will never actually do it, you know? Yeah. So, so I, I, I think that he's weirdly cynical, like in it a is, lot yeah. of ways, yeah. like for a kid slash family movie. It's and a I dark. heard the book is very dark, actually. Like I believe the it. book is very dark. And I mean, like, you know, um, but I, but I do think that it's, um, I, I think it's a it's an interesting character, and I had almost forgotten that he was from. He was the Omaha, guy in the turban. Bra- like, he was the guy in the turban earlier in the yes, movie. Yes, he was, yeah. but in <clears throat> but in the Oz lore, like when he's talking about it, he was on a on a hot air balloon and he got swept to the land of Oz or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Which I totally forgot about that part. And then yeah, the witch. I I thought she was I. I love those parts with the witch, though. I mean, of course, Clark liked that part. Yes. Um, but I really like that the the witch was, yeah, just so, like, over-the-top scary. But committed and grounded yeah. in the performance. Like, it wasn't an over-the-top performance. To me. Right. And you know what? She didn't have... Her voice was a lot different than what I remember because she had a very American, like, yeah. I guess Kansan uh, or maybe somewhere different, but she had a very American. I, I almost remember her having like a, an almost English accent but, mm. or mid-Atlantic even. Um, and mm. I I thought that, but like in hearing no, her yeah, voice. Yeah, she had a very David Letterman way of speaking. It was just yeah. kind of like high pitched. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and and so it was, you're you're right. It was like I think it was over the top, but it was grounded. Yeah. Like, oddly enough, um, but I just didn't get why they needed to get that room for him. What did they explain? Yeah, that? there were just things that. And this is me being an adult and in a 2022 lens where storytelling tend uh, not always, but is often more sophisticated, um, and there's less plot holes. I just it just felt like they were doing things to do things mm-hmm. a lot of the movie like that's yeah. just one example, um, so like would I have been p- terrified of this movie if I was a kid watching it probably would I have bought into the world more though of course yeah it is a I yeah, like the course, movie yeah. I've established that but it is a weird movie to watch for the first time as an adult because yeah. there are just things half the things that I wrote down 
even if though I wasn't like in a sober mind, uh, are real adult thoughts Mm -hmm. where it's like, Hey, wait a second. Why is that man helping that girl out of a pig fan? Or, Hey, like that creepy guy is asking if she's a runaway. And then that's another thing too. Why do you need the broomstick? Yeah, I and exactly. So there, there are like things like that where I was like, okay. And also, the the main thing that bothered me about this movie, I, it's a math thing because when they give him the honorary degree, the yeah, the did they make up on? Is that where they got honorary degrees from? Because you know, like maybe I was yeah. like, that was another one of my notes where I'm like, did they make up the honorary degree? Yeah, but so. anyways, the equation that he gave. Was almost Pythagorean theorem, which is a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Oh God, I don't even remember that. I blocked out everything about math. But that's but that's with right triangles. He said the square root of of the isosceles triangle, and it's not an isosceles (laughs) triangle; it's a right triangle. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest, and it's the square root of the the legs will tell you what the third. Um, ang- or third side would be right. Anyways, pissed me off. <laughs> pissed me off so bad. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they didn't have a mathly on the uh, set. No, uh, but, doing math, but uh, I think check, that fact checking, continuity, that kind of stuff. I'm I'm like trying to think if that was on purpose or if that was supposed to be funny. Well, because he was kind of a hack, so it yeah. could have it could have been on purpose. Because th- I don't think he really knew what he was talking about. Because because they because they gave him the um, diploma and automatically. He th- he's just saying stuff that mm-hmm. he thinks that he remembers from school or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was also just kind of weird, too, where it's like, you've had a brain this whole time. Everyone has mm-hmm. a brain. Here's your degree to prove that you have a brain. And I'm yeah. like, some of the smartest people I know don't got degrees, but that's fine. Right. But, I mean, he says that, though. He also I guess. Said that. Did he? he said, Did he? He said that in what he was saying. He's like, some of the smartest people I know are... People who just didn't go to school or whatever. Oh, I only remembered him being like, a lot of wise people go to school to learn even more. For some reason, that was the part that attached to me. Oh, I think he was almost saying that the wisest people, like, I think it might be the opposite. You might have. I was sober. I watched that part this morning. Oh, okay. Because he he was saying, like, you go to get more knowledge when Mm -hmm. you go to school, and that's why you have degrees to prove that you're a brain, you know? Or to prove, yeah. And that's why he gave him a degree. Yeah. Because degrees mean brains. Right. Also, how do you function without a brain if you really... Obviously, we found out he had a brain, but I I, I couldn't get around that as an adult either. Well, how did he function as a... Yeah, I'm like, you... False, 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 false. Well, how does he function as a scarecrow? Yeah, yeah, it was just... That was silly. I didn't... I wasn't mad at it. Oh, and he did get pulled apart, remember? Yeah. (laughs) Or the Tin Man did. No, or... Because his legs got knocked off or something. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think was it was it? a scarecrow because they pulled him apart. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I tuned away a few times. Like, I watched mm-hmm. that part this yeah. this morning, and I was, like, kind of playing puzzles on my iPad a little bit. Um, I don't know. I like the movie. I did. I just couldn't be eat mm-hmm. high or sober. I was yeah. not fully entranced with it. Like, I liked it. Yeah. But, it, it's again, it's a weird movie to watch as an adult for the first time. So, I mean, remember when I said that I thought it was three hours long? Yeah. Like, it did feel long. It it does. Yeah, feel it's a lot. It was longer apparently. It was like two hours, but they cut um, some of the. They cut the um, the nerve guy, the lion guy, had extra verses. They cut it down. Mm. There was another scene where the totally different musical number where I think they're doing some kind of dance too. The they jitterbug. Cut, yeah, right? the jitterbug. Yeah, yeah they. Caught that they cut that, and I think there was something else because MGM was like it's too long. 
It, fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, most of it was not unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. But it was yeah. very long. Yeah. Um, for sure. But I thought it was very cute. I mean, like, in rewatching it, I definitely was... This is so... Yeah, so nice and pretty and, like... I, I mean, imagine seeing that in the theater, like especially at that time when that was so cutting edge technology yeah. and visual effects and all those things. Because mm-hmm. um, I was thinking a lot, like most people probably had not seen. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what a good example was, but like okay, even the flying monkey scene. We haven't talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that there was flying monkeys in this. I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. But I, because I'd heard it referenced, but I had never seen any clips of that either. So that was another new visual mm-hmm. thing for me. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is creepy. Yeah, it's This scary. would have yeah. been really, um, but it's it, probably go, the scariest part. Probably. Yeah. And it's like, if you were in a theater, like there, I, I can't think of any, that wasn't in Fred and Ginger movies. That wasn't oh. in Betty Davis movies. So like oh. that must have been really new. I mean, maybe somewhat in cartoons but like to see it in real life like that's that, what i mean though yeah, live right. action yeah. like it's almost like like that could when the train happen. was going through people yeah. ducked you know like mm-hmm. allegedly like it's like they must have been like how and it made me think this is maybe like kind of random but i'm like no wonder people don't trust hollywood and think that everyone is like lizard people that like that it's all fake and smoke mm-hmm. and mirrors i'm like it probably started from before people understood technology because mm-hmm. now we do because people can make movies on their phones. Mm-hmm. But like back in these times, it was such a gate kept um, elusive, exclusive thing. And it's like they probably thought real witches did help those monkeys fly or like something. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like no wonder people don't trust Hollywood or Holly yeah. weird or whatever, whatever you want to call it. There's other reasons people don't. But I'm like, oh, I kind of get it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, why that sure. origin started, perhaps. So, Or even seeing somebody, like, disappear and stuff like that. I mean... Fly and yeah. change forms. And mm-hmm. that witch, the, the Wicked Witch of the West, she was not just green. She was neon green. Yeah. Like, that was a choice of a shade of a green. Yeah. And I'm not it wasn't mad at like it. A, it I wasn't liked like, it. It wasn't a sickly green, either. It was, like, it was green. Like, frog green, but, yeah. like, enhanced. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. Which I wish they would have showed what the Wicked Witch of the East looked like. I know. Was she, like, purple? Was she yeah. red? Was she... Know. I'm interested in watching... I don't know if you have an opinion about this, but um, the musical Wicked... I know you're not a musical person, mm-hmm. but... You know what it's about, right? I mean, isn't it or, like the prequel to the witch? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's basically the Wizard of Oz, but from the witch's point of view. Okay, okay, that makes. I sense. I kind of have always wanted to see it. I like, want to see it now. Now that I understand yeah. this world, even though musicals aren't my jam, mm-hmm. I would. Is there a movie Wicked, or is it just Broadway? I think, I think it might just be a stage show. But there was an Oz movie that came out, like, not that long ago with Otherwise. James Franco. He played the Wizard of Oz. Um, it was called The Great <clears throat> Great and Wonderful Oz, and that came out. None of that rings a bell. Yeah. Wow. I think it came out at a really weird time, like 2016. Like, uh, it wasn't that long ago. So it was, ago. like, kind of buried with Wait, all the happenings of the past. Yeah. Tw- starting with 2016. Um, but yeah, it, I, I was interested in seeing that, but, um, I didn't, the great and powerful, oh, 2013. 
Uh, it came out. And I think it focuses on um, on The Wizard of Oz. Oh, hmm. Sam Raimi did it. Hmm. Who did um, uh, like Evil Dead and stuff. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's any good. What? That movie. Oh, yeah. I, I It got a 58, though. I, I don't Oof, know. Probably not. I mean, it would be interesting. I do, I am kind of interested in getting more into the lore. And I also will say that, like, I definitely think that this movie was of its time. Like, they yeah. definitely added a lot of things to make it. I think the books are probably so much different because I heard probably. that I heard that they rewrote a lot of stuff. So uh, I would be interested in Sigma. That and I keep saying it, but the behind the scenes parts of the movie just fascinate me. Like the fact well, that I, there was a different Tin Man and he was allergic to the it paint. Was, it was Buddy Epson mm-hmm. who uh, played uh, Jed Clampett in the Beverly Hillbillies later right, on. Right, that's right. Um, yeah, he, he got fired for having an allergic reaction, and they used different paint on whoever the Tin Man was. In this. It, it coated his lungs with aluminum. Yeah, it was powdered aluminum. Yeah, and he it coated. So, if when that happens, when you breathe in, Oof. literally nothing happens. Let's let's. He almost died. Like and yeah, they, and they he was fired pissed, him. as he should be. They fired him while he was in the hospital yes. recovering. So it. It was weird because they were... So let's get into the behind the scenes. I think yeah. we're done talking yeah, about Yeah, I think the, we're done talking about the um, movie. I agree. So the he originally, Buddy Epson was supposed to be the Scarecrow. Oh, that's right. He switched places with Ray Bolger. Ray Bolger, because Ray Bolger wanted to play that character since he was a kid. Yes, that's right, because uh, mm-hmm. his like mentor or something played it in a stage show yeah. or something like that. And he... And I, and I watched a little bit of his stuff, his, like, comedy. And, like, I mean, because in the movie, uh, those three guys gave great physical performances. Oh, yeah. They Amazing were great. Pros. physical. Total pros. Um, I, mean, this is, I mean, this is where people still have that vaudeville, mm-hmm. like, play to the rafters. Yeah. yeah. Physicality. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but, I mean, he was a perfect scarecrow. Him as the Tin Man, I don't think it would have worked. Yeah. Uh, Ray Bolger, anyways. But yeah, what an unfortunate thing. He got sick. Uh, <laughs> Buddy Epson. Poor guy. Um, and yeah, imagine getting fired. And yeah, and another thing is there like other health issues. I don't know if you read any of these parts where... So there's a part where it starts snowing. Yeah, that part was a little weird to me. And I think that was asbestos. asbestos. Oh, that's and not surprising. They used a lot of asbestos, I guess, because um, there's one part where the witch is, like, flying, and there's supposed to be, like, flames or whatever. Oh, and, and she got, like, burned. So she got burned with the trap door. Okay, that's what it was, yeah. So when they put the smoke and the flames come up, um, Margaret Hamilton got caught on fire, and she had to go to the hospital. Like, it burnt the skin off of her yeah. hand. Like, she got really badly burned. Her face and everything. Hollywood back in the day sounds wild. Like, I know bad stuff still happens, but there's so many more safety measures, oh, period. I mean, that yes. even, it just, you know what it is? Film back in those days was the Wild West. It was. It was completely trial and error, and there was no safety measures. No, Until there had all. to be. Right. I mean, when people start, yeah, dying Catching on stuff. fire and getting uh, in the hospital for aluminum poisoning. It's, yeah. Uh, that's a thing. And, and yeah, so she got, so she did want to do this 
other stunt where she's flying on this. It's when she is um, sky riding in the sky. Yeah. Um, she uh, she was supposed to go on. There was a pipe in there that was supposed to like smoke come out. So mm. they were afraid that it was going to blow up. Because, yeah. So she was like, "Wait, you you put us because they put asbestos on it." And she was like, "Why are you doing that?" Oh well, because it might blow up. So just in case. Okay, I'm not. I just got caught on fire. I'm not going to fucking do this. And she was only supposed to work for a few weeks. That was in the contract, yeah. and it ended up being like four months or right. something crazy like that. Like, yeah, this was a nightmare of a production. Yeah, and then so it did end up blowing up, and the person there was a body double, and she she got blown out of her thing. The, oh my god! Off the thing, and I heard there was a and. It, uh, antidote that some, the costumer was like where's the hat where did the hat go I need to get the hat and I have to return it to the costuming department and it was like this person just got blown up like yeah that's, priorities priorities right and um, yeah just so, yeah and all the makeup like seemed pretty bad also the yeah. lion the lion. It was like costume. a heavy thing, and he was it too was hot like, in it. And it was like they had to clean it every night. It was like ninety-five pounds. Yes. And they used real and hundred-degree lights. So yes. like they they said that not only did it smell, but there was literally two people that every night was their job to like dry it out yeah. from all the sweat in an industrial dryer. Gross, yeah. gross. And the thing is, is that like it, they used real lion that was real lion skin oh was it yeah and so like imagine how bad that smelled on top of it yeah that that just sounded it's, horrible it's really wild because it's not just this it's amazing how far prop departments and costume departments have come because disney fact when pirates of the caribbean first opened disney hated the way that fake skulls and skeletons looked so he actually went to like a medical center and mm-hmm. got cadaver yeah uh, like anatomy. skeletons, yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean, I don't That's know how to insane. feel about that, but yeah, it's 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 a wow. Is that a trivia factoid? If there ever was one, yeah. But like that reminds me of that a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. oh sure, let's just use a real lion skin. Why not? Yeah, I mean, we want to get the authenticity. That's yeah. what matters more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's amazing that we have such better prop departments and costuming. I know because. Uh, not great but I th- there is a happy well it starts sad but there is a happy behind the scenes trivia that did warm my cold mm-hmm. black heart mm-hmm. and it was okay so apparently the the niece of the writer of the book mm-hmm. um died at five years old or five oh. months old and her name was dorothy oh. and so he was writing the book at the time and he named dorothy dorothy in honor of the mm. little baby that died. Aww. And this is where it gets kind of happy, though. So in the 90s, because this woman, this woman, what am I talking about? This little baby died, mm. I guess, before the turn of the century. And um, so her grave was pretty, like, I mean, you've been to enough cemeteries. Mm-hmm. For people that have not been to cemeteries, a lot of the times the older a grave is, the more the etchings kind of get, like, worn down. Mm-hmm. It's harder to, like, read. Uh, they can become destroyed for various reasons from weather. And the, one of the last living munchkins in the 90s mm-hmm. found out where she was buried and found out, because like the grave kind of resurfaced in popular yeah. media or something. And 
he wow. happened to own a like a stone grape wow. carving company. And so he donated a new headstone and plaque and the whole nine yards. And it they, they hope that the cemetery, I think it was like in Ohio or one of those states, mm-hmm. um, they hope it comforts because Dorothy, the, the real Dorothy, the five-month-old Dorothy, was in the baby section or children's section mm-hmm. of cemeteries, which they sometimes do, which I have a lot of questions about, but that's a thing that people do. And they're hoping that parents feel comforted that their children are being buried with mm-hmm. the original Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I'm like, that's actually a really sweet, sad, but it's sweet, very, sad. very <laughs> sad. But like, I like that this guy, I forget his name, cared enough to mm-hmm. want to do that. Yeah, like, that's that so cute. nice. Yeah. Like, and it's just a nice um, mm-hmm. tribute to the film right. that he was a part of. Yeah. And that's another thing about the, the little people in this movie. Mm-hmm. They, really hadn't seen anybody that looked like them ever. Yeah. So this was like really interesting that there were like hundreds of them. Right. And they were like, wow, okay. Like, I mean, there's even, I think there's some apartments in Culver City or somewhere where they, um, they all, some of them just stayed. Mm. Uh, and they're like built for little people. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I need to look that up. I need to look that up though. But, and then also another kind of, Fun. That's not super uplifting, but uh, anyways, there uh, the suit that Mister Doctor Marvel's wearing mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he okay. The, the costuming department they had run out of money because they were making <laughs> like two hundred costumes for. Plus, they went like months over schedule and yes, ugh. they were spending so much money on these costumes. They went to like thrift stores to get um, suits. So they found a suit that was from like turn of the century. Okay, great. This fits the time. Um, we're going to be able to um, uh, save some money this way. Uh, this will be uh, Dr. Marvel's. It's it's nice, but it's ratty. That's what we want. And they actually looked at the inside, and there was a thing that stitched, and it was Frank Baum, which is the person who wrote Wizard of Oz. And they actually, so they found his name etched in it, in, in the inside pocket, and they actually contacted the... Um, uh, the clothier or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, was this made for, did you make this for Frank Baum? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I made that around the turn of the century. So they actually had. Full circle moment. Yeah. Wow. Like such a weird fi- thrift store find. That's so <laughs> random. Wow. Yeah. That is a really. That's kind of like, cool. Crazy coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. That's very crazy. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. That's but, so cool. um. But yeah, and as we were talking about, like after I watched this movie, I um, started uh, getting into the um, uh, the the Wizard of Oz slot machines. Also, I visited my we, we both know her, uh, Kate Chalk. Um, mm-hmm. I visited her in Portland, and we one night we went to this place called Kingpins, and it's like an arcade for like grownups. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, prob- you were talking about probably that a not bit. actually. Yeah. There's a lot of kids there. Never mind. Um, but but we we went hog wild in this place but there's a coin pushing machine and you have to get cards and it was a wizard of oz one and so like every once in a while it will play like a little song if you got enough cards and uh-huh. stuff and um so i was like wow i was thinking about that i'm like this is a place for kids and like that's crazy that they have a wizard of oz machine right. 
for like little kids for like kids because it's still in culture it's never gone out of fashion i know i i was like because i was thinking about it afterwards i mean there was one that was a willy wonka one we might uh have you seen that i have i've actually seen both the one from the 60s and the one of johnny Depp. yeah so they had one with um that with with that so that's that's a big mainstay too but i was just like that's kind of cool and and also like i used to go to the mgm grand in las vegas they were all about. I mean, it was pretty much built on Wizard of Which Oz makes as sense because that was MGM. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll post some of the pictures. Yeah. Uh, of what that looked like and everything. And yeah, the, the slot machines are so fun, <laughs> which are so stupid. But yeah. Um, yeah, that just shows what hold, kind of a hold it has. Yeah, I I think that was my main takeaway. I understand why this has had a stranglehold on culture Mm -hmm. for almost 100 years. Like, yeah, some things have an age great. Yeah, technology has gotten better. But it is enchanting the the sepia tone to Technicolor. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, It's such a fantastical story that's rooted in real human emotion. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why this movie just won't quit. Like I, yeah. I get it. So, yeah. um, is it one of my new favorite movies of all time? No, but this is probably also a movie I'm going to continue to think about, and I might need to do a rewatch at mm-hmm. some point after I've digested this. Because sometimes it's good to just, you know, see things when you know what you're seeing. Yeah, you know, because right. there are a lot of little things that I probably missed. We even talked about one of them. We're like, what happened? Really? That did? You know, like because if you're taking in too much, you're just not going to mm-hmm. absorb everything. But I get it. I liked it mm-hmm. more yeah. than I thought I would. I didn't think I was right. going to hate it, but no, I liked it. Yeah, it's definitely good. I I hate to even use that word um, because it is it is a spectacle. It is yes. fantastical. Yes, and um, and I and I think especially like watching it now, I was like, oh, I missed so much of the story because I was just focused on all the visuals. Like yeah. I'm such a visual person, I think, and the music too. Like, I didn't really it's even think really, about the story. And that's the thing. As someone who doesn't love a lot of musicals, there's some I like. It kind of... This was a movie that made sense to mm-hmm. be a musical because it's so mm-hmm. escapism and yeah. fantastical. There's just so many musicals to me that just lose me from the gate because... Y- it's like they're just people just hanging out and then they're like and now we're gonna sing and, and it's right. like why you could have yeah. said that and it wasn't gonna be three minutes long yeah. like you know you guys, it, this is the middle of a war too and you're doing this right <laughs> right but it's like you're in this magical land of oz and you're hanging out with these humanoid lion tin mm-hmm. man and scarecrows and there's witches that are good and bad and munchkins and it's like sure why not sing like it's not really hurting anything that's for damn sure if anything it's enhancing the world so Mm -hmm. it was a musical that made sense which i can't say uh that too often right same same i i'm musical skeptic i if i if i like (laughs) like that term musical skeptic (laughs) if i if i like a musical it's usually weird um Mm -hmm. and this kind of fits into that yeah it's a weird movie it's um especially for its time i feel like there must Mm -hmm. have not been a lot even remotely similar yeah it's kind of in a class of its own even Mm -hmm. to this day i feel like so as far as getting yeah kind of translating a lot of um imagery into practical it, it i mean pretty fantastic i feel like um 
If you want to explore more, yeah, of like o- even older movies that kind of uh, have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. I liked it. Um, yeah. So, hooray. So, so far, yeah. yeah, we, I don't know what order we're actually releasing stuff, so maybe I won't say, but um, yeah, <laughs> so far we like most movies, but um, one we don't. One we don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, but what did you guys think? I mean, uh, was yeah. there, I mean, are there people out there that like hate it? I mean, are there people like me that haven't seen it yet? Yeah. You know, like yeah. maybe watched it, um, right. or watched it later in life even. Um, yeah. cause I, I think I would say like, I've only probably seen it all the way through maybe twice, but pieces, 40 million pieces. You know? Cause I had seen pieces too, specifically when um, the Munchkin allegedly hung himself, which apparently has been removed now because people were yeah, and I up in arms or whatever. Somebody said that it was a bird or something. Yeah, it was a bird that fl- it doesn't make sense though because there's clearly a string. I remember this pretty well, mm-hmm. but um, it whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone died. I, I don't believe it, but yeah. That's of course that's what I saw as a twelve year old because of me. That's the part yeah. that my friends like. Hey, let's watch it, but um. I'm excited to watch more video essays on YouTube about it because yeah. I know that it's such a well-worn, debated, not even debated, but just discussed film because it was such a class of its own still. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, yeah. I'm excited to do some deep dives about the movie yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now that I've seen it, now that yep. I just can't, I used to, be able to pretend I could see it because I, I, I got most of it right. I think so too, especially... Like, I wasn't wrong, yeah, I don't no, think, about anything. Yeah. It would have been hilarious if I was. I was looking forward to being wrong about something, but I don't I don't think I said anything that was, like, stone-cold off. No, no, at all. So I didn't yeah. know everything, but... Um, but you got the gist of it. I got the it. bullet points, yeah, so. yeah. But now I don't have to fake that I haven't seen it. Yeah, exactly. Now people aren't going to scoff at me like I'm an alien. They're going to be like, you yeah. haven't seen The Wizard of Oz? I'm like, I have. yeah. Discussion over. (laughs) One score one Mm -hmm. for me not being an alien because this is one of the The big ones that I think people would look at me the weirdest when I would say Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen. So that's why I wanted to get it out of the way. So thank you for rewatching. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Yeah. Well, until we'll next be back time. next time. But so, like, subscribe, give us a nice review. I like how every mm-hmm. podcast is like, review us. They don't mm-hmm. want bad reviews. Just give us nice reviews. Yeah, give us nice reviews. We'll just cut to the chase and say, like, no, please say something nice yeah. about us. And um, unsubscribe, unlike. Yeah, uh, duh, <laughs> don't bite your tongue. <laughs> or dislike when. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah all, uh, let's finally watch it where all mm-hmm. podcasts can be found. YouTube, TikTok. I am Blairosaurus Rex, at least on social mm-hmm. media, slash Lauren Blair Donovan. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. I think I might standardize my um, uh, name. My name. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm just Clark. You can probably just see me in like East Hollywood. So You've, I'm probably more known at Vons anyways. Okay. Sure. Go stalk Clark. <laughs> also he's like other clarksy and all that stuff on uh social media so (laughs) do you want to stalk him the newfangled way (laughs) right exactly but um yeah thank you guys for listening yes thank you and we'll be back soon with another movie that one or both of us have not watched exactly Bye. bye